Welcome back to the Zume Multiplying Disciples podcast, where we're on a journey to saturate the world with multiplying disciples in our generation. Awesome. Well, Doug, it's great to be with you again as we've gotten to have you on our podcast together. But God's just been doing some really cool things all around the world, really, with refugees, but particularly in just some stories that uh, we've heard of just work that you've been engaging with the refugees. And so before we dive in to those great God moments, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself for those who might not, might not have heard your previous episode? Sure, Mary. Thanks. And it's great to be back with you and always great to be back in any kind of forum that is going to promote and encourage people to consider using Zoom. So it's good to be back. Uh, my name is Doug Lucas and I serve as president of Team Expansion. I got involved in Zoom because uh, two or three of our field workers were using it and kind of pulled me into it saying, you don't want to miss this. And uh, little by little, I, I managed somehow. They pulled me into the uh, executive team that was developing it, and I, I volunteered to do some testing. So I actually was in three uh, of the beta test sessions that were happening to kind of test the whole concept and then help develop, uh, uh, you know, a couple of significant uh, early videos. Uh, they've since been redone, you know, professionally. And I think that's uh, that was fun, especially I was involved in the videos and the lessons, the sessions that had to do with uh, three-thirds groups and how to uh, stage those. So I ended up uh, over time then, once it released publicly, uh, ended up doing a course basically every two or three months for a while and ended up having a sort of facilitated I guess uh, more than sort of ended up facilitating 16 different courses now and have uh, written a partner book, a book called More Disciples. It kind of goes along as a companion book. Of course, now we have the Zume training guide, which is more uh, keyed right to the Zume web course, whereas More Disciples is a little bit more of a of a companion guide that uh, kind of expands on uh, using Zume as a base and uh, have really enjoyed being able to refer people to various parts, worked on one project where we shortened the lessons into one-hour lessons and developed them into 20 sessions, one hour each, and have that mapped out in a, in a website people could go to called moredisciples.com slash tgroups, and also have been uh, helping people now figure out how to use this kind of on the road and at... Uh, situations where they don't have internet. And through that, of course, the web app has come out that allows people to download the media so it can be used offline if people don't have, uh, you know, Wi-Fi where they're going to be doing the course. So I, I really love the course and been involved in it in a number of ways and just happy to have the honor to talk with you, Mary. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, it's amazing just what can happen in just a matter of a few years' time all the different things that you're mentioning and more just in a handful of years. So what brought us together on this call, even though we could talk about a hundred different things, is this recent work with refugees. Could you tell us some about what this journey, what God's been doing with refugees and Zume together? Sure. We, we began experimenting with this actually 
with an offline use of Zume in a refugee camp at a place where a lot of North Africans were coming together. There was no uh, Wi-Fi there, and there were about 3,000 refugees in this camp. And we began to experiment with using some of the sessions there. And boy, you could see right away how captivating it was for them to have original native language, you know, in their own language. And of course, what is Zume now? And is it 40 some? Correct me, Mary, help me remember. Is it 40 some languages now? 42 languages and it's growing as we speak. Good. Yeah. So this was, uh, this was important. These refugees being able to, to hear this in their own language. And then we could always uh, dialogue about it in our broken English, but the fact that they could go right into the sessions in their native language was just like, you know, God was speaking their, their heart. So uh, that's where we got started. And then we began to promote this for others. We have a, I guess I can say that he works with people who are, I'll just say a Middle East country. I shouldn't say the name of the country, should I? And, and uh, we kind of dared him to do this with, with refugees. And he started out doing it. And lo and behold, uh, he's now led 35 different people from this one Middle Eastern country, uh, most of them one at a time because of the the limitations of government restrictions and all. And the way that people would look down on this and that culture um, through this, then he has come in contact with people like, I'll think of a pseudonym here for uh, the actual name of the person. We'll, we'll call this person uh, Nahim, let's say Nahim, not his real name, but uh, this, this, this situation I'm talking about, uh, uh, he, he uh, shared with me recently that this uh, Nahim, um, basically traces his lineage back to Muhammad. And so he studied uh, the Quran and Islam from, you know, a very young age and just really uh, embraced it and delved into it because of this lineage that traces back to Muhammad. And uh, there were some some teachings in Islam that caught Nahim's eyes, uh, attention, I guess, the marriage of a dead wife and, you know, uh, all these things that teach about the month of uh, Ramadan, just very unique teachings uh, about that. And so Naeem had had some questions, but when uh, when our worker began to dialogue with Naeem, shared a Zume course with him, uh, this prompted Naeem to realize that there was another book. And he uh, he didn't want to limit himself to just uh, you know property or money or whatever he was chasing after. So he he did decide to give this new book a chance, uh, this Injil, the New Testament, and especially the Gospel. And Naim decided one day with our worker that he was going to believe that Christianity was truth and that it is the only way that God has approved of. And now in his, uh, you know, mother tongue, he he has uh, made it clear to others that he believes that Jesus was sacrificed for our sins and that now uh, God's will is for us to be, you know, children of God that could try to bring 
all others in this kingdom. And it's just fun to see this change life. You know, uh, Nahim was about 19 and now seeing this happen. And uh, I think Zoomate gives us a great infrastructure for this because it sort of gives us an outline to follow and it works whether the person is a seeker or a longtime elder in a church. It works for both sides. And I think for the refugee and immigrant populations in all cities, not only uh, in other parts of the world that I'm referencing, but cities right here in the United States as well, I think because in part of this multi-language ability, Zume is actually a, a prime candidate for every single worker because all those refugees and all those immigrants are going to want eventually another language and Zume speaks 42 of them so with more with more coming so I, I'm all for it Mary no doubt amen amen it's encouraging just how you know especially for those who are listening right now there's you know some measure of English that they have and so being able to no matter what language, we speak or don't speak the ability to just pull up that language in zoom and just as you talked about getting to you know exchange conversation in broken english but really getting to hear it in the heart language and getting to walk alongside them and so that's incredible doug just thinking about how many refugees there are just around the world right now it is several million and growing by the minute and so what would you share just to encourage people who are maybe seeing just people from other nations move in around us and just how they can begin to engage with those people and how Zoom can help? It is a great question that you ask, Mary, and it is several million. I remember I was teaching in a Bible college back in 1985. Yeah, 1985. And I remember a little book. In fact, I still have the book. I'm looking at it on my shelf over there. I used a little textbook, and it had a section on refugees. And I remember just like it was yesterday, Mary, that I remember when I was preparing for that class, and I came across the stat that there were now one million people in the world on the run. And I I was moved. I mean, I I wept in my heart, at least. I don't know if I actually started you know, weeping outwardly, but it was as if I had because I was just moved that that I was no longer going to be a part of the group that said somebody ought to do something about this. I was now going to say, this is personally my problem too. And that was with 1 million refugees. Today, there are well over 80 million on the run. Some of those are on the run for uh, sake of economic hardship, granted, but many are on the run because of violence, either uh, carried out at large scale, maybe maybe on their ethnic group with some kind of ethnic cleansing. I mean, we have groups in, uh, I think about groups in places like uh, Burma, Myanmar, where we've all seen that happen and escaping across the border, um, you know, and, you know, to think about the fact that in our lifetime, Refugees would have gone from 1 million to over 80 million. It seems untenable. If you would have told me in 1985 that that was going to happen, I would have thought that you were on some kind of drug or something because that's so much. I mean, if, if you put those 80 million people inside of one country, 
it would be in the top 20 population countries in the world. The top 20 population countries in the world. And yet, that entire population is on the run. So here's a people who are harassed and helpless in the very most urgent sense, just like Jesus described in Matthew 9, 35 through 38. And at the response for seeing that, you know, it moved him. And he turned to his closest followers and said, we better pray. We better ask the Father, who is the Lord of the harvest, to send workers to be able to help with this harvest field situation. This is this is unthinkable, Jesus said. And that was back in his day, looking at the villages that were in that one part of the country, how much the more so would Jesus look at these situations today? So I would say, no matter where we live, it doesn't matter anymore if you're in a city or a country, uh, we have one worker who's in a very rural area in a state in the middle of our country, in the heartland of our country. And in that rural area, there is a meatpacking plant, and there are 1,500 Somalis who work at this meatpacking plant. And it's in the middle of the country, but they're drawn there by these job opportunities, and they want to make a difference uh, in their lives and in the lives of people they love. Some refugees are on the run because of a religious purpose. They they decided that they would uh, go on the run because their, their lives were at stake since they had decided to follow Jesus. And all of those refugees are willing to now, they will help us in places like Louisville or St. Louis or Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be just New York, Chicago, L.A. It can be, uh, you know, uh, Bloomington Normal, Illinois. It could be towns that earlier we didn't think of, but but there are different profit centers that have brought people there. And Zume is a perfect candidate to use with them, like we mentioned, because it speaks, most likely it speaks their language or a national language that they will have learned. Uh, secondly, Zume gives a framework that invites people to walk through a series of conversations. As you know, Mary, you know this well, a series of conversations that can have a huge impact on their lives without having to, to force them into walking into a church house where they might be, uh, you know, stereotyped or branded. Uh, you can do a Zume study in somebody's backyard or somebody's uh, back room of a, of a storefront and you can do well, you know, with with Zume. And now with the option of this Zume training guide, which gives that framework in book form, it'll work well in a place like, let's say, a prison, where uh, maybe Wi-Fi is not available and uh, you can only send in a book, you know, uh, the Zume training guide, which is on Amazon as well, will work well. And it's... Uh, patterned after the same outline, as you know, uh, the Zume course online. So I think this gives a nice framework for a person that's wanting to lead somebody through a study, but yet doesn't have a lot of money to buy them these, you know, $80 lesson book sort of DVD series things that you have to buy at the closest Bible bookstore. Zume, as it's, uh, as it's designed, has taken about a quarter million dollars to produce and is offered for free to anybody who wants to use it because of the belief that uh, we shouldn't 
make people have to uh, be blocked from knowing the gospel merely because they're a refugee and they don't have any discretionary income. So Zume for for everyone, not just the refugee or immigrant. Zume is completely free. Web-driven, yes, but in life, definitely, uh, can be very relational using the in the uh, online part as a framework and then the in-life part as the personal follow-up. So I would highly recommend it for anybody working with refugees and immigrants from anywhere. It does speak some national language that that, that immigrant or refugee will understand there. So true. It's amazing how, you know, there's so many local dialects, but as you talked about these national languages, these languages, like trade languages in essence, right. in some places, but right. yeah, that all of the world is connected through, you know, one of these 42 and more languages, you know, some sort of branches off of that right. to be able just to engage in that starting point. Right. And so it's beautiful, you know, just thinking about that access to everyone, to the nations that God has brought among us. And that's true of, you know, several countries around the world, not just the U.S. with refugees coming in, but of several other nations that have people from other nations that have come to seek refuge in those places. That's right. And so, Doug, as we just kind of wrap up together, is there anything else that you'd love to share of what God's been teaching you or what you've been experiencing and seeing happen? Well, I might just close, Mary, by saying uh, this Zume course works well with a strategy that's focused on using social media. It, it is a great bridge because you can actually do this uh, via social media. And the gentleman I was talking about a while ago, who is reaching out to people in the Middle East, indeed was stuck in a place where he had no one who would tell him about Jesus. And I actually did Zume with him over Zoom. And we just took, uh, we took it a little bit at a time. We would do a lesson and let him think about it. And it finally got the point around the fourth lesson that he couldn't wait for another week to go by before we would do another lesson. He started asking me if we could meet every other day. And I live a very, you know, uh, hurried life uh, because of the work that I do. It's probably, I bet, I hate to say it, but it's probably 60 hours a week, my job. But but I realized this guy was desperate to hear the good news. And I I asked myself, what job on earth is more important right now than spending time with this young man who wants to know about Jesus? And I did. I, I started meeting with him sometimes every as often as every 48 hours. And we used Zume as the outline. And by the time he was done, he said, now I see what I need to do. I need to share Zume with somebody else. But he said, Mary, he said, but I want to be baptized. And at the place where he was, in the country where he was, it could have definitely been his death. But he wanted to do it. And, and so we made it happen. And now he's changing others' lives because of it. So I just think, uh, Mary, it's an honor to be talking to you today. And thanks for taking time to ask these questions. Thank you so much, Doug. And yeah, a great closing story of just that reminder of if, to even be praying for those who are persecuted right now, which is many of the nations where these refugees yeah. are coming from. 
That's right. And there's a high persecution happening there for the believers. And so thank you, Doug, for the time and sharing. And may this be just a blessing to others around. Maybe, maybe. Thanks, Barry. Yeah. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to www.zume.vision. And to be equipped, go to www.zume.training. Have questions for the podcast? You can email them to podcast at zume.vision.com.